Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello everyone, welcome back to the One Hope Church Podcast. This is the Good Friday edition today, on the 39th day of uh, Lent. And the second to last reading out of the book of Mark, it's in chapter 16, verses 9 to 14. This is James with you today, and I'm happy to be here to talk about this passage. This is an interesting set of of, um, what might seem to be seemingly disconnected stories at first. They all take place after uh, the first first vision of uh, the empty tomb. And they don't know what to do about that. They go back, and then you have Mary, uh, Jesus appearing to Mary Magdalene, uh, whom he had healed from her seven demons, as the text says, and uh, who had been a close disciple of Jesus. Really, maybe not one of the named twelve disciples, but had certainly been with Jesus, followed him, loved him, and walked with him, uh, probably almost as much as any of them had. He appears to Mary, and this is an interesting and significant fact here that we have Jesus making his first appearances to these women. Uh, it, it's um, it's um, kind of a, a commentary, I think, really, in the fact that uh, certainly, as we all know, sadly, um, women weren't necessarily given the same kind of, uh, the same kind of respect and, and um, quality that they should have had with the men. So it's, uh, I find it Interesting that Jesus chose to to um, show himself first to Mary Magdalene, uh, and then Mary goes back and talks to the disciples, and she uh, tells them what happened, and they don't believe her. And then we have the next story where he appears to two more uh, disciples who aren't named. They're walking in the country. It says Luke talks about walking on the road to Emmaus. Um, so probably, and that, almost certainly the same story. And they see Jesus. They go back to the disciples and report. And once again, uh, the disciples don't believe. So now finally Jesus comes himself to the room and um, he shows himself to them. And the text says he rebukes them for their unbelief. So I kind of go a couple of ways on this whole situation. On the one hand, um, it's a fairly unbelievable thing to to hear. I mean, the disciples had, in fact, watched Jesus die on the cross, or at least some of them had, just a few days before. They had probably been there and seen his dead body placed in the tomb, uh, and a stone rolled up in front of it. And so now they have uh, somebody come along and report to them that, that he's alive and walking around, and, um, you know, it's not that far-fetched to me to think, ah, you're, you must be seeing things, hallucinating. Your grief has overcome you. would be kind of, my, kind of my first reaction, being the rationalist and sort of um, logical person that I am. And then when two more people come and say it, uh, I'd be like, well, hmm, I still don't, uh, still don't believe it. <clears throat> so um, only when Jesus walked up in front of me, then I see it, uh, and then I'm like, oh man, I guess I believe that. 
Because the other side of this uh, coin is that these disciples had been with Jesus all this time and seen him do crazy things, things that would be unbelievable. He'd raised people from the dead. He created food out of nothing. He calmed the storm. They've seen all of this. And so it's, um, you know, what, why would it be unbelievable that he could raise from the dead after he'd been crucified, if he'd seen all these other things? So uh, a little bit to task there. But I think even more to the point was Jesus revealed himself to a couple of people here and there and sent them to the disciples with the expectation they would believe the witnesses. Um, these are trustworthy people in their circle. And uh, even though they were bringing somewhat hard to believe news, they assuredly had no uh, probably reason to be you know, accused of lying or spinning wild tales. I don't think Jesus would pick people like that. And there's no evidence in the Bible that they were, were that way. Their accounts are very straightforward in matter of fact. So uh, in, in that case then, um, their, their unwillingness to believe these eyewitnesses um, is, is, I think, why Jesus takes them to task a little bit. Uh, because the whole kingdom of God is going to be built upon this testimony from eyewitnesses. And if his own disciples won't believe it, you know, doesn't bode well. So I think he's trying to make a very strong point there that even though the news might be hard to take, or, or not hard to take, but hard to, hard to buy, you should, um, you should believe it when it's coming from reliable witnesses. And when it involves Jesus, who you walked with and saw this time and know of the great things that he did while he was here on, on this earth. And it all goes back, uh, as I've said before, to that God, God values our faith, it seems, above almost anything. Um, faith and love uh, as, as kind of combined two, two sides of the same coin. And um, it's important that uh, to him, and, and I think that that really goes down to the fact that it's the heart of any meaningful relationship is faith. All of us in our lives have had to put our faith in other people, our parents, our, our spouses, our you know, friends, people we work for, our leaders. Uh, we've had to put our faith in there. And all of us, too, have basically found at times that faith uh, falling uh, into a trap where they did not live up to what we wanted to put our faith in. And we ourselves are guilty of you know, falling short of the faith others put in us. But nevertheless, uh, without that faith, there is no, there is no meaningful uh, nature to our relationships. It just becomes transactional. What's good for me and good for you is what we'll do. So um, God, God wants faith and he asks faith and he pretty much expects here from the scene to believe first even before you see. That's the nature of what he's asking for. And that's the lesson for us, that we should, um, when, we, when we get hard to believe news from, from um, valid witnesses uh, that we trust about Jesus, we ought, to, we ought to take that on faith and believe it. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you 
for um, for giving us through your Holy Spirit the ability to have faith and we thank you for having faith in us at least enough that you find us worthy of salvation such that you would endure the suffering pain death on the cross uh, and the punishment for all of our sins it's particularly apt to thank you for that on this day as we commemorate your crucifixion on Good Friday, and we look forward to your resurrection on Sunday morning, Easter. We ask you to forgive our sins and help us have faith. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. I hope to see some of you at Good Friday service and um, on Easter when we celebrate that Christ is risen. He is risen indeed.